everyone, and welcome to Fake Up Alive. My name is Edward Thomas, and my name is Lynn Gran. And we're back again for another podcast on Fika. Just you, Fika. <laughs> so, uh, Lynn just came back from Vietnam. Yes. Um, <laughs> without any corona. No. She's been in quarantine, but she looks great. Her nose isn't runny. She has no mm-hmm. fever. I mean, she was pretty much the same as always, sick in the head. But, uh, <laughs> but that's not contagious. No, exactly. <laughs> we hope not. And so she brought me back this, what is it called in Vietnamese? Bánh rai. Yeah, bánh rai. <laughs> <laughs> that was, the way she says it, it's like so easy. And then I'm like... Uh, I had to just <laughs> think that way. Wait, what is it called? <laughs> and so you can hear it's in a... Wrapper. It's wrapped in like banana leaves. Is it banana leaves? I don't think it's banana. Look, I think no, it's a like different leaf. leaf. Um, I think that's crack. also... It's crack leaf. No, it's <laughs> it's from some plant. I, I'm not sure because crack. I haven't been around when they made it. Crack. Um. Uh, yeah, and I think it's the leaf also. It makes the color because I have never seen okay. rice that's black because it's... Well, there's there's a black rice from, from Asia. Yeah, but I don't think it's black rice. No. Or I'm not sure. It looks like it's got sesame seeds in it. Yeah. Um, so it's it's black. It's like it's black as <laughs> it's, a, my it's hair. like a black pillow that is the size of your mouse. Yes, the computer mouse. And so, and so you open this up with the. It's what does paper. it smell for you? For me, it just smells bang rai. I, I, I yeah. have no. Doesn't smell like bang rai to me. So. <laughs> Not that I've ever smelled. Have, bang you, rai. have you ever eaten something like that? Oh no, no. So it has a sort of vanilla flavorish. No, I would say. The smell of it is is kind of herbaceous, so a little bit on the grassy side. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if. Yeah, it smells like grass. You're right. Yeah, so it's sort of like grass, I think that's like dry grass smell, like freshly cut grass smell. Hay. I think that's from the oh, leaf, though. Oh, maybe it's hay. Yeah, and so it's and it's black and gooey looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna try this and tell you guys what it tastes like. I can see little sesame seeds in it, so I know it has that. And Lynn and says it's filled with beans. Yeah, bean okay. paste. It's yellowish, whitish inside. And it's vegetarian. I think it's even vegan because they don't use Oh, but then milk. I'm going to die. Because it's vegan? Yeah, if there's any meat in it, I can't eat it unless it has meat. So. Yo. Um, okay, so... This is like a typical snack in Vietnam. But I don't think it's... That's it why you like can't... Rice. It's like... No, no, it doesn't taste like rice. It has a kind of doughy texture to it. Sweet. Yeah. But not like really sweet. So like slightly sweet. So not as sweet as a spoonful of honey. Um, it's only the filling that's sweet because the, really? the black stuff is not I don't oh, think it's seasoned it, it tastes sweet though taste it okay <laughs> you gotta eat the whole one you know that I have to eat the whole thing <laughs> I just think it's dense it's like eating a, a, a potato dumpling <laughs> I know but I mean how am I gonna eat dinner later on no you don't need you know, that's why the Asians are so slim you know <laughs> they eat one of these a day yeah or yeah they could uh-huh. eat one or if you're really hungry oh, you might eat tw- twice it's got a ball in the middle of it I think that's that's like a what's it called like a bean or I don't mm. like a bean or a it's a round a alien egg in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> they will grow inside of his stomach <laughs> now. Now it tastes more like. Oh, I forgot to bring in the green one because the green one is my favorite. Crispy, and it maybe like coconut or something. Yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. coconut too inside. Mm. Um, it's good. We're testing your taste buds. <laughs> it's very fragrant. It tastes like something that's been pulverized and then turned into a paste so that... How can, can you taste if something's pulverized? Because you can taste the individual grains of something. So uh-huh. it's kind of... But it's been... But it's like powder, so it's not granular, but it's powdery, so... Um, 
I think that's the coconut stuff and mm. the bean stuff. I'm gonna eat the bean thing in the middle. I, next time I will bring you the green stuff that I have in the freezer. That's my favorite, actually. That's also got crack in it. So. No, that's <laughs> actually I, not. Oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> that's I how getting, I smuggle the, I think the I'm crack. High. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was opium. No. <laughs> And I what did you bring happy. me when you were in the U.S.? Nada. I know. Huh? Because in the U.S., things don't taste good. Yeah. No, we we <laughs> ate a lot of food in America. I saw you ate Indian food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why Americans get fat and Asians get don't okay, fat. Okay, so it was a bean in the middle. Yeah. It's like um. Shikerta. Yeah, like a garbanzo the bean. Chick bean. Hmm. It's like a garbanzo <laughs> bean. <laughs> That's kind of weird, though. <laughs> Why? Because the rest of it's already sweet, and then you got like this bean. <laughs> it's not. It's like not even seasoned. It's just a bean, <laughs> a cooked bean in the middle. It's like the prize. It's like, well, if you eat away to the middle, you know, you get a bean. I was like, okay. A tootsie roll lollipop had a piece of tootsie roll in the middle. <laughs> this is, I get you. This is like a bean. It's really fun seeing you eating it. We should do more of this kind of episode. You bring me more goodies from Vietnam? <laughs> yeah. When my on. mom comes, she can make oh, a lot of stuff. Your mom. Lynn's mom is so adorable. <laughs> so cute. If I wasn't a single man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you wouldn't. She, no, you wouldn't. Because she, um, she would nag you. Oh, my oh, gosh. She because she's always so stressed. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, Edward, whatever you want. <coughs> you make me so full of peace and... Harmony. Yeah, that's when we talk about dating, man. Mm. You have no idea. <laughs> You've been off the market for so long. Well, and it's like it's like charcoal black. So it's like look, it looks like a briquette. A briquette. <laughs> but then it's some fun inside. So it's like, like cold. You're, like, you're thinking that it's going to taste like a briquette, but it doesn't. It's just sweet. Yeah, sweet pasty kind of. You know, not as sweet as as red bean paste. No, 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 no. So red bean paste would be sweeter than this. This is like mung beans, I think. Really? Mung beans or it must be something that's yellowish. No, on the inside of it. Yeah. Oh. I think it might be mung beans. And there you have the coconut mm. shreds. Coconut shreds. Shredded coconut cutter. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> coconut shreds. Shred, coconut shred, shreds. Shredded coconut. Um. Have you any? Have you ever eaten something similar to this? No. Have you ever eaten anything that tastes similar to this? No. 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 no it tastes like bangrai. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. No. Yeah. So now I know. Well, and now just add a new taste to my categories of taste. <laughs> Grassy. Mm. <laughs> no, but it's almost like. <laughs> like there's something really fragrant in it, almost like rose water. Mm-hmm. But it's not rose water, but it's like some kind of flower, water, flower. I can't see you can find a recipe on it. Um, then we can see if you can taste so that. There's like a really big contrast because the briquette stuff on the outside. The briquette. <laughs> like I'm not getting full of this. I need to get some water. Look here. This okay. is how they... Yeah, but they have like more filling. Yeah. She gave me the cheap ones with just the <laughs> big briquette stuff. They just didn't want you to get fat. No, I'm already fat. <laughs> I'm overweight and fat. Um, I'm not advocating being overweight and fat. I'm just saying that I am. When that says that it's called Chebin, 
No, chebiene is how you make it. Oh. Bangarai. Yeah, okay. Oh, Nanding, this is where I was. Really? Mm, this is where my auntie, one of my aunties lives. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like reading. It's so cool that Vietnamese is written with like Roman letters. Because there might be a chance you could learn to read it even if you can't pronounce it. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. It has like, it has six different tones, so... Oh, really? Jonas you, can't even distinguish all the tones. My brother... Wait, it only has six tones? Yeah, but oh, my... Yeah, but Chinese has four. So, okay. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> so... What are the six tones in Vietnamese? So, you have... Bang, sak, huan, hoai, ngã, nặng. Hmm. Bang, sak, huan, hoai, ngã, nặng. That's six. So, so, you have all the four ch- tones of Chinese plus two more. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I know. Well, I didn't know that Vietnamese was so complicated. Mm-hmm. I think that's... I'm not really skilled in reading, and I'm definitely not skilled in writing. No, we see that. So that's why it takes a long time for me to read something, because I, I have to... I criticize your writing and say, you know, I write better <laughs> Vietnamese than you. I write better <laughs> Vietnamese than you, you know? <laughs> um, no, I don't. Because it's, it's, it's really hard, because, um, you know, in... Uh, in the in the languages that we are familiar with, mm. how you learn to read. Yeah. But in the Vietnamese language, usually you read you learn to read from right to left. Like there's this word, and you start with the most mm. left thing, and then you work your, yourself to the front wow. because you have to get the tones right. <laughs> Who came up with that system? Uh, how high were you? Well, it wasn't me. I mean, okay, I know it thanks. You, you can say thanks to the French. You have it in this Roman letters. Before yeah. it wasn't Chinese letters. So, oh, really? Was it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Before the colonialist time. I always wonder what ancient Vietnamese looked like. In Chinese. Okay. <laughs> it's basically Chinese. So. So basically it was a Chinese dialect. <laughs> no, it's not Chinese dialect. No, they use Chinese letters. Well, there are a lot. Characters. Yeah, but most things were in Chinese letters in Asia. <laughs> really? Um, okay, and then not the Asian tribe I come from. <laughs> okay, which one was that? I don't know. Um, okay, you're probably wondering, like, what is this episode of? Po- we <laughs> wanted, we just wanted life. to hang out and. Um, so this is what happens when Lynn and I get together. Is that sometimes we just this is something we just get together? We just don't th- have anything planned. Look, this is the one I I f- I forgot to um, bring you. This okay. is my favorite. So the, the green ones are kind of cool, though, because it looks like... <laughs> neon. <laughs> yeah, it's like neon green with like like egg yolk yellow stuff Inside. in the middle. So it looks like a locust. You know, <laughs> when when after I was pregnant, uh, like I gave birth, oh. this was the only thing I was craving. Really? Yeah. I was like, I need this. And then my mom came and my mom's friend, them. and then they made... A different version of it, and yeah. it wasn't it wasn't this one. So I uh, tried to be polite and still ate it, but I was like, no, it wasn't eye. this Mom, one. Smack. <laughs> it wasn't this one. Pregnant. Ew, it was yeah. this one. So when I came yeah. to Vietnam and they bought it on the uh, bus trip home, and yeah. was like, oh my gosh, I'm in heaven. <laughs> so how was it being a Christian in Vietnam? It was really tough. It really? was really tough. What was the toughest? You thing? know, uh, the toughest thing was this. One of my cousins. Um, he's dating a girl for like two or three years now and she's apparently from a Christian family or at least from from a Christian background. Uh, And there was this whole issue because they're in a certain age, have been dating for some time, that 
uh, they would want to marry. Maybe mm-hmm. people were asking about that. Um, and the thing is, in uh, I don't really know which which tradition the church is where she's come from, mm-hmm. but also my other aunt on my father's side, they both had to go to uh, three months classes and pass a test. And to only yeah, and only if you uh, go to those classes and pass the test, then the priest would assess that and would say, okay, but that's that's cool. Now you know about the faith. And, and that's like a Christian church? Yeah. Oh, I want some of that. Oh, um, wow. And they... And 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 yeah, we had a lot of conversations about that. And for me, on the one hand, it was really difficult because mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with the terminology. Right. Although I know a lot about the Bible mm-hmm. and about my faith, but not so much about the terminology that mm-hmm. they are using. Um, and I <laughs> and he was like, uh, we were at home, and he was talking to his mom, and mm-hmm. we were all having dinner together. And she was like, you know. Um, well, I have to take this test and I have to like spend Sundays. And he was more reluctant because he's like, oh, I don't have time for this because on Sundays I got to work and I do this and mm-hmm. that. So it is wasn't... Your, is your cousin, is he a Christian? No, 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 he's not. Yeah, but he's going to marry a Christian girl. What? But he's going to marry a girl from yeah, a Christian Yeah, but, but I think that most people there, um, they they are not really, let's say it like this, they they do know about... Christians, they do know about what they require, like mm. this test, but they are not really serious about converting like that. Okay. So, especially in this case, in the other case, my aunt, she was a woman marrying a Christian man. So, there it was a bit easier because there the expectations on the man that he is a Christian, so you got to follow him. Really? But now. <gasps> I could have married somebody from Vietnam. Oh, man. But now, um, in the scenario of my cousin, he's the only one left to keep going the family altar because his dad died quite early, and he's the only boy in the family. He has two sisters. So from all of his relatives on the father's side, he's expected to keep this tradition going of... um, Offering to the family. Yeah, yeah. The relatives and keeping that going. And when I talked to the girl, she was like, well, I do understand this, that he has these obligations and I will not stop him from that. But she was more in a way of, um, I just wanted to be balanced. So if there's anything that my family requires us to go, that he wouldn't chicken out of it or saying, well, it's not my business or whatever. And having this conversation... And also conversations with him, it felt more. He was like, "Oh, you know, well, all of this is just for the for the wedding, and then after we can do whatever we want, basically huh. like that." <laughs> um, but he wow. also told me about a friend, like a, a, a mutual friend they have, yeah. and that mutual friend seemed to be a devout Christian because he was saying that, you know, um, I am really happy for you guys and. Uh, it's really fun if you guys get married and get happy, wow. but I would not, I cannot attend your wedding. Why? And then he explained, because I know your stand on, on, I know your stand is that, oh, you shouldn't be too strict about this and it's not, don't take it so serious and you can't make me do stuff and mm. basically not taking it serious. Mm. So he said that, I cannot come to your wedding and basically support you l- continuing living a non-Christian life while you um, 
like okay. outwardly have converted. Mm. Wow. And I think, challenge. I think there were a lot of bad um, examples too because they mm. talk, well, this lady, she married a Christian man and, and they never go to church anymore and, and this person oh, wow. did this and this and, and after they, and my cousin even looked into like buying this, buying his way out, like somehow like faking the, <laughs> the certificate or stuff <laughs> and um, and it was quite crazy because it sounded like a very different um, tr Christian tradition and they still have this like, well, if you marry outside the faith, then you will not be buried in the congregation um, and people will not come to wow. your funeral. People no, will not. People from the congregation will not come to your wedding. People from the congregation wow. will not bless your children. Like, <laughs> it felt really strange and on the other hand That's I was crazy. like but it's all about Jesus <laughs> and I cool. tried to tell her that for me it's about Jesus and she's like well for you it's about Jesus but for me it's about living a, a peaceful and nice life and we should be good to each other and I was trying okay. to <laughs> let me, let me <laughs> it's ask really hard <laughs> so Vietnam is still a communist country yeah ide ideology wise okay. yes but people have a lot of freedom still Mm, not really f what what you can what you can say okay. like you can say a lot of things but not against the government okay but you can you can be christian in vietnam and it's not a problem you're not gonna yeah you can be christian okay. and um and they usually tend to keep to themselves sorry i'm smacking because i still have bang rai in my mouth <laughs> and stuff it's in my, my teeth and my gums and <laughs> And down to, I actually, I'm surprised I got down to the last piece. I didn't think I would eat the whole thing. Why not? Because it was really dense. Uh, so that's the other thing I say about this is that it's really dense. Um, but it's not like impossible to eat. It, it, you actually get through it pretty quickly, especially if you're talking. <laughs> you, if you've noticed, I normally talk most on the podcast. But now you could. And now I could because I'm eating. That's why I you should gave bring, me. I should bring back every single you time. You bung rai and now I'm like, <laughs> I can't talk. Okay. So it was difficult to be a Christian in, in Vietnam, no. and yeah. The family altar thing. How do you feel about that? You know what was really strange? We had to go to um, my father's oldest no. uh, brother, mm. and he had to do some offering, and we had to give them stuff to offer to the wow. family, to the family altar. Obviously, wow. I was like, uh, "That's something my mom gotta do." Bye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I wasn't really keen on that, but obviously, I had to come and pay respect and just come there and be there and then go again. Um, okay. And I told Jonas like Nomi was running around. Like, uh, I don't want Nomi to run around in this place. So mm -hmm. maybe you can take her out to the yard. Mm -hmm. um, and we had to wait until the incense burned down. And <sighs> it's wow. it's really difficult because. On one hand, I want to show respect, mm. but on the other hand, I can't worship that. <laughs> no. I won't. <laughs> we will have a conversation <laughs> later on. And it's really, it's really creepy, and for me, it's really hard. Um, and, and it's both on my mother's and father's side, so they both are the oldest sons, and they ha both have like this ancestral thing going on, and it's really mm. important for them. <laughs> So I think, it, and it's hard for me because I come from a, a Christian background, mm -hmm. so I don't have any weird things like that, that I have to do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for a Christian, I mean, I think like, like if my family always said, "Now we're gonna honor all of our ancestors," we have a family altar. I'd be like, uh. mm, <laughs> "I guess I'm gonna have to play Elijah on Mount Carmel." Just like <laughs> here, we have the true God. <laughs> so, um, 
But how do you how do you resist the pressure though of here is like a whole culture that's expecting you because of your your ancestral ties to that culture, and they're expecting you to to participate. Well, it, how it, do you like how do you how do you handle the? Oh, we have to give them something to offer. <laughs> like it's like, okay, mom, you take care of that. <laughs> I'm out of here. Or, or do you feel compelled to have to do it? Or no, um, I think if it would be just myself. Mm. I don't think I would bring anything to offer and I would try to tell them that, you know, I'm a Christian and I can't do that. I won't do that. And I think it would, especially my oldest cousin who will take over after my oldest uncle will pass. (laughs) So he's always playing this role of, oh, I'm going to keep the family together, blah, blah, blah. And I think he would be pretty offended, but that's fine because to be honest, I don't have that tight ties to them. Yeah. I come visit every once in five years or something. Yeah. And it's nothing that they really can put against me. It's not like right. I'm living around the corner and <laughs> they can't, <laughs> they can't, guilt, they can't guilt me they to can't guilt me to do that. No, I think it would not. be more interesting to ask my aunt though, because she grew up mm. with that and now yeah. she's married to a Christian. And this, the funny thing is they also have a family altar with Jesus. <laughs> Really? So they they have you, wait they have a family altar <laughs> they have a family altar yeah. but instead of like um, ancestral pictures mm-hmm. and worshiping the ancestors yeah. they're worshiping Jesus <laughs> so it's like they're just exchanging the picture <laughs> <laughs> so they have pictures of Jesus and yeah they, and yeah. they offer like fruit and everything to Jesus I don't know if they did do that I ha- incense I don't. and money to Jesus <laughs> mm, I don't I don't don't no. I don't know about that but they have a family altar. Mm-hmm. Where Jesus is on it instead okay. of, you should else. call her and ask her how does that work. That would yeah, be really yeah, I could ask. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> wow. Okay. So now you know. Sometimes we talk about fika items. Mm-hmm. Now here's the paper, the leaf. That's what it sounds like. Um, and now I've eaten this 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 bang rai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would recommend someone trying it. I don't know if I would eat it again. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> No, I mean it's not bad, but like it was a little bit sweeter. <laughs> I think because I'm American. You just have American yeah. taste I'm like, buds. I'm like, it needs more sugar <laughs> and salt <laughs> and peanut butter, chocolate sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it was something, that, if you could dip it into something. No, no, huh? no, no. no. Ew. That would be so cool. Ew. Like if they had a dip for bang rai. You could like. Did dip you in. know that Asians are much more slim than Americans? No. Do you understand why? <laughs> no, nope, I don't understand why. <laughs> Seeing all those fat people in America made me happy. I was like, I am not the biggest boy on the block anymore. But you know what? Also, was difficult in Vietnam. People commenting on size and and weight all the time. Really? Yeah, that's the only thing they talk about. Like, oh, you got fat. Oh, you got small. And they were talking, they were walking up to me like, oh, you, wow, you got so big. They're like, wow, you're so big. And now I had a good excuse. I'm like, well, I'm pregnant. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. But if I wouldn't be, wow. then people would be like, oh, you're so fat. Wow, you, oh, your brother's also wow. really fat. So if I go to Vietnam, they're just going to be like, wow. Yeah, he's at, so fat. Look at that donut. It's like a living donut coming towards us. But it's, it's so fat. Yeah, but the thing is, it's so fat, and then people are, oh, she's so skinny. And, and the disturbing so when, part is that... When do you be? When are you like okay? Yeah, you're never okay. Oh. <laughs> you're never okay, because there's always wow. something wrong with you. Wow. So I think it, it was really difficult to, 
to hear that yeah. the, this commenting all the time. It's a different culture, so yeah, different cultures, different strokes for different folks, you know. So, <sighs> um, well, that was our our Fika podcast about Bang Rai and about being Christian in Vietnam, or being a visiting Christian. A visiting Christian, <laughs> sorry, because you don't really live there. No, and then no. I could tell better stories, I guess. Um, that must be kind of cool, though, you know. Um, I can check out. I can check with my aunt and ask. Yeah, her. we could talk about that again some other time. I'm not. I'm not sure if she's a born again Christian though. <laughs> no, we'll find out. We'll ask her. We'll interview her. We'll give her the test. <laughs> the test. I'm like asking her what 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 did they ask during the test? Yeah. I wonder. Uh, I'm really yeah. I'm really curious because if you have to like and you have to pass the test. Yeah, you got to pass you. the test. But I mean, you have twelve Sundays, I guess, because it's three months class every Sunday. Wow. So really. So you you have to be really motivated motivated to get married, to go through. And that. I think and some people they couldn't marry. You know why? Because they never passed the test. <laughs> they had to release. So yeah, they had to release the engagement you, because if like, you're oh. stupid, <laughs> you can't get married. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Well, sorry. I think on the other hand, though, it it emphasizes that you should know you should know yeah. the other person's faith. Yeah. Like what you're buying into. I mean, I mean, it makes sense though because it's treating marriage as something that's really important and special and holy, and you don't just get into it, you know, lightly. You have to think it through. <laughs> well, wise words, man. I know. Well, for those <laughs> of us who have been there and done that, <laughs> all we can say is we hope you other people do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well. you guys for listening. This was more easygoing episode that you can listen to when you're still working you don't have to pay that much attention and yeah yes you do i hope you it brightens your day every word that we say is worth listening to (laughs) over and over again (laughs) there's nuggets of wisdom you just have to dig deep to find them (laughs) well thanks for listening to us please write you know um we love answering the questions that you all send in and we think it's a really wonderful time Take care of yourselves. Be blessed and have a good time. This is Edward Thomas and Lingen. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lingen and Edward Thomas. And we hope to hear you again.